0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Addie Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft. I'm a mathematician, tech optimist, futurist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you an update on the markets, telling you what the hot topic in tech is that day, giving you some career advice, and telling you what I'm geeked out about all right so before we get into the markets first go ahead and hit that like button if you're watching on youtube subscribe if you're not already subscribed uh, if you're listening via podcast and not subscribed already go ahead and follow or subscribe leave a rating and review if you're enjoying the show as well if you want the show directly into your email inbox you can subscribe to the Substack, which is editionpod.substack. .com it's free it's all free it will always be free all i ask is that you like subscribe follow share rate review all of that so if you're watching on youtube you can see that i do have a full face on i recorded a video of me making this face and i'll be posting it on tiktok later today but 75% of my youtube Watchers are men, so I'm not going to go into details too much, but I am very excited about um, it, being prepared for the back-to-office look and building a capsule wardrobe. I will discuss that more later. Okay, so let's do an update on the market. So crypto, Bitcoin is up 2.18% in the last seven days. It is around 41600 and Ethereum is up .65% in the last seven days and it is at, uh, hovering around 3100 at the time of recording. The S&P 500, it is up barely .089% on the week and the NASDAQ is down .63%. So, I'm pretty optimistic about the markets. There may be a rebound post-tax day, which was Monday. And we're also going into summer. People are going to be traveling, spending money. Yes, there's inflation going on, but, um, I feel like when inflation is so high, it's like, well, might as well just enjoy the time, the money that I have, because there's nothing I can do about inflation. I know that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm ordering on GoPuff way more than I used to, and I'm spending on going to events and things like that just because I'm excited to be out in the world and enjoy the weather in Atlanta. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens, but people are saying we're go- going into a recession, the market's bearish. I disagree. Uh, let's see who's right. Okay, now let's get into our hot topic in tech. So... Netflix, Netflix Q1 net subscribers unexpectedly decline revenue misses expectations. And that's from Yahoo finance. So I'm talking about the story because what I've been discussing with my friends is that there's a shift in FANG. So FANG, if you're not familiar, is an acronym stands for Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google. And those five companies were the companies that employees wanted to work out, work at the most because the stock was appreciating so, so rapidly in a short period of time. So fan, the FANG companies had become the holy grail of startups, the holy grail of the tech industry, and people would, you know, lie, cheat, and steal to get into those companies so they could get an equity package with their compensation that would go up in value. And a lot of people have become multi-millionaires from working at these FANG companies. That was in the 2000s and 2010s, largely in the 2010s. Now that we're in 2022, we're seeing a stagnation in the FANG companies. So Facebook, which is now Meta, had a big um, drop uh, last quarter. So we're in the Q1 earnings season right now. Um, that's March or January through March. Uh, Apple, I would say, is doing well. Amazon is doing well. Netflix, where I'm about to get into their numbers, and Google is also relatively doing well. But in terms of growth trajectory, like if you work at that company, are you going to get rich from your stock package? That is. Not necessarily the case right now. And it also the new FANG, the companies that I think are going to take the place of the current holy grail five FANG companies, their stocks are also suffering too. So it's, it's like FANG is the best that we can do right now. But with these Netflix earnings, FANG doesn't look great in general. So let's get into the numbers. So I quote from the article, the revenue was seven point eight seven billion versus an expected seven point nine five billion uh, the earnings per share were three dollars and fifty three cents versus two point nine one expected and the net subscribers were down two hundred thousand versus two point five one million expected so the people are saying the drop in the stock price is because of these net subscribers declining. They were supposed to add two and a half million new users and they actually lost 200,000. What does that say about the growth trajectory of Netflix? So Netflix has come back with two things. One, they're going to crack down on sharing passwords. This affects me directly. I have been on my brother's Netflix since about 2012. Uh I don't know why we wouldn't still be able to do that. It's me, my brother, and my mom on our Netflix. If Netflix takes that away, am I gonna subscribe to Netflix myself? Probably in the way that I subscribe to other streaming platforms. When the new season of a show comes out, I subscribe for about a month to watch the season and then I unsubscribe. The only streaming platform that I consistently subscribe to is YouTube Premium. Um, so I don't have to see the ads. And I also get YouTube Music for free, which has replaced Spotify for me, um, similar to Apple Music. So it's a great deal. Uh, so I don't know what the outlook is for Netflix. They do say that they're going to add an ad-supported tier to Netflix, which could increase subscribers. But it's also going to... Um, if these subscribers downgrade from the premium Netflix that with no commercials to the, um, the ad-supported Netflix is cheaper, they could also be um, eating their own business basically, like allowing their customers to spend less. They may be surprised that that's gonna happen. So I don't invest in individual stocks and it's because this, a company could be doing amazing but the stock price is stagnant. Or the company could be doing terribly, and the stock price keeps rising. So I, mark, stock markets aren't rational to me. I just invest in broad-based index funds. <sighs> so uh, if you're invested in Netflix, I'm sorry. Uh, let me just uh, pull up the current Netflix price. And, of course, I don't have the right article open. So... Okay, so it's down 36.91% on the day, and yes, so that is a significant drop. Um, so yeah, good luck to you. I will keep uh, tabs on the Fang companies and see, and also identify who's going to be the new Fang. I originally thought it would be Coinbase and Robinhood, but their stock prices have suffered significantly, so I don't feel uh, super confident in them either. Okay, so next, Coinbase has finally, uh, provided a beta release for their NFT marketplace. So they announced this, I would say early fall of last year and people were really excited. It's, it's when crypto was at all time highs and NFTs were, you know, at all time highs and to hear that Coinbase was going to come out with an NFT micro- marketplace, people uh we're very bullish on Coinbase. The crypto community has been surprised by how long it's taken to release this NFT marketplace. Um, it's in beta form, and I quote from the article, it currently supports Ethereum-based NFTs and payments in ETH. Uh, so that means the only way to buy Coinbase NFTs is to purchase with Ethereum. Not a great idea in my opinion because Ethereum is very expensive to process transactions on. But again, I quote from the article, Coinbase's VP of product told the block that full fiat on ramps will be coming soon. So when they say full fiat on ramps means you could buy an NFT with your debit card or your credit card. Um fiat is, you know, non-cryptocurrency. So yeah, I'm I have not checked to see if I have beta access yes for the Coinbase NFT marketplace, but I'm gonna check it out and I will give you a review. Okay. So career topics. So last week I shared all the podcasts and newsletters that I read or listen to, to keep up with crypto and web three. Now I'm going to do the same for tech stocks and business. So these are the podcasts that I listen to. So equity, which is tech crunch is podcast. Uh, Tech crunch is a media company that focuses on startups and the tech ecosystem. They have three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm a big fan of the journalists on that podcast, so I highly recommend it. Tech Meme, which is, I've mentioned a few times before, uh, they have a podcast called Tech Meme Ride Home, and they also have a great website, techmeme.com, that gives you all the, the best tech news of the day in real time, addition to tweets of people who are talking about the news. So Tech Meme Ride Home, and that's a 15-minute podcast. So this week in startups was probably my inspiration for starting this podcast. That's with Jason Calacanis, a venture capitalist, and uh, Molly Wood, who just moved over from marketplace tech. And they, it's a longer show, but they have chapters if you watch on YouTube. And they, that's where I get the majority of my news. I watch it every day, Monday through Friday. Animal spirits. So these are two uh, two guys that work for Ritholtz Wealth Management. So they're, you know, I don't know their specific job, but it's their job to understand what's going on in the market. They're stock analysts, and they also talk about real estate, which is great. Um, the real estate podcasts are pretty scammy, um, the ones that I've encountered. So I uh, like hearing their broad takes on what's going on in the real estate market. Acquired is a great podcast if you want to learn how businesses are built and formed. They have very long episodes explaining the whole origin story to the um, where the business is now and what their thoughts on where it's going to go in the future. So I highly recommend uh, checking out Acquired and looking for uh, episodes where they talk about businesses that you're interested in. So... I have a couple daily Wall Street Journal podcasts that I try to listen to. Uh, there's a tech news briefing as well as a money briefing. So it's WSJ tech news briefing or money briefing. And those just give you a short update on the biggest stories in tech in the case of the tech news briefing and what's going on in money or like basically from the perspective of people who are, you know, working professionals and um or or working or blue collar workers what's what's affecting your wallet that day uh then for for hot takes i listen to the all in podcast i i've been skipping through it the past few months i used to be really into it i would say the past month i've been skipping through it uh but it's for uh venture capitalists uh and tech founders who are now um they have a podcast where they talk about what's going on in the world. Um, it's, their takes are controversial. Um, it's, it's a great insight into what, you know, wealthy white men are thinking about basically. And three cartoon avatars I see is like a junior version of all in podcast. It's, uh, two VCs and one founder and they are, uh, basically comedians on Twitter for the tech community, and they started a podcast, and I like their takes. They're very snarky, they're funny, but they also have good analysis since they do work in the industry. For newsletters, I'm gonna focus on three. Morning Brew, which is basically, imagine the the front page of a newspaper, but in your email inbox. And The Hustle, similar, but with less uh, market data. The morning brew gives you an update on stocks, crypto, and the markets, uh, as well as the top news, whereas the hustle just focuses on the news. And I also like Benedict's Evans newsletter for analysis. Uh, he's a British guy who used to work for Andreessen Horowitz and is, you know, a great aggregator of news and has insightful takes. Okay. So what am I geeked out about this week? well actually what am i geeked out about today well uh right now i'm i have to say i am geeked out about what's going on with elon and twitter it's 420. is it possible that he's going to make another move uh for twitter today for the sake of trolling uh 420 is basically a national marijuana day and elon musk uses it a lot in his jokes so i'm definitely going to be Checking Twitter to see if there's any update on the Elon Twitter saga um, today because it is, I, I put a tweet out, uh, happy a National Elon Musk Day because at this point uh, Elon has taken over 420 and is completely owning the day. All right, a little bit over, but less than 16 minutes. I hope you have a great day and talk to you tomorrow.